0: Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we're going to be talking about all of the events from Friday, September 18th of 2020, and we are going to get started today with the British royal family because there was nothing going on in Belgium. The crisis of not knowing what is going on in the British royal family, I think has been averted. So, yesterday, y'all remember, I was very distraught because I knew things were happening, but I couldn't figure out what they were. So I did a lot of research. I was up very late last night trying to figure this out, and I think I did it. So what I think happens is royal.uk, which is the British royal family's website. not update every day every single other royal family website that i visit which is the six other ones updates every day uk not so much they update probably once a week that's when the court circular is updated and all of that so i searched and i searched and i searched and i finally found where the court circular is updated every day so Thank you, Times of London. I will now be using your newspaper exclusively for everything I ever need because you have everything I need. (laughs) Well, at least for the British Royal Family. So, the Times of London updates its court circular every day. It's going to be a little bit late, but that's okay. I'll just write the British Royal Family part of the script later in the day if things are happening that I don't know about. So we have, after all of this, you guys, we have one engagement from today for the British Royal family. So nothing all that exciting, but nonetheless, we had one. Um, so today the Prince of Wales participated or held a video conference meeting with the sustainable markets initiative. Um, this is something that I think was launched in January, Yeah, it was. It was launched in January at the World Economic Forum um, in Davos, Switzerland. So he held that meeting. That was it for the British royal family. But now I won't go crazy because at least I know what they are. I know that events are happening and what those events are going to be, um, which is so great for my sanity Um, and not feeling like I'm letting you guys down. Cause that's no fun ever. Um, so that's what was going on with the British Royal family. Not a whole lot to report on, except for the fact that I found how I'm going to report on things. So that helps a ton. Um, so that's what was going on with the British Royal family. And now we're going to take a quick jump over to Denmark. There was, there is nothing to report on, on the three royals in Denmark that I talk about. Um, however, I did want to give a brief update on Prince Joachim of Denmark, um, Queen Margrethe's youngest son. Um, so a while back, I guess this was like the middle of July, um, maybe the beginning. Oh gosh, time. Um... Joachim had a blood clot resulting in a brain surgery. Um, He recovered. Everything went really well. um, And with that, um, I just wanted to give the, I guess, conclusion. Um, So obviously, we know everything went well. um, But he was able to return or actually start the posting he was supposed to start in August. Um, so he is a military attache to the Danish embassy in Paris. Um, so this basically means, like, he is employed at the embassy, um, to be the military liaison, essentially, for Denmark and France. Um, this is part of, like, his training and his ongoing commitment to Denmark, but also um, a way to have like his own life. Um, So I don't talk about he or his wife very often, but because this is, you know, something that has, I have talked about and I think it's important to like conclude. um, He was able to start his posting today at the Danish embassy in Paris and all is well. I am so glad to see that. It's really, um, it's really fantastic that he is doing so well. Um, especially when you hear things like blood clot in the brain leading to a stroke and kind of all of the like misinformation we had at the very beginning. Um, things, you don't think things are going to go as well as they have. So that was really, really fantastic. Um, so that's what was going on in Denmark. Little quick skip and a jump. Um, and now we are going to continue on with the regularly scheduled programming. Um, we are skipping the Netherlands because there were no events today and moving right on to Norway. <music> Of meetings in Norway, as I am learning, every Friday is. Um, so, every Friday is like the Council of State. Um, this happens every week without fail. King Harald um, participates, and then this week, Crown Prince Akun was also in attendance after finishing his um, coronavirus tour. Um, so, that was the first thing. Next, it was an audience with the Chief of the Home Guard. No idea what that is. Tried to Google it. Got nothing. Um, and Akhun was present in that as well. And then we go on to three audiences where he, where King Harald was giving um, an order of St. Olaf. So first it was with Eric Jensen. Um, next with Helga Hongland. And finally, with Kiel Parr Iverson. So again, there wasn't like an expansive amount of information on why these people got this order. Um, And I haven't found where to find that yet. I have tried to look, but I haven't found it. Um, So all of those orders were presented today. Um, and then he had an audience, this is all King Harald, by the way, so only Crown Prince Akun was at the first two things, the rest of it, all King Harald. Um, next was an audience with Lieutenant Colonel Trond Robert Forbred, um, and I'm assuming this is just like a military audience, granted, I don't know. Um, and then finally, a lunch hosted by King Harald and Queen Sonia for representatives from the Princess Martha Louise Foundation. Oh, what a whirlwind. <laughs> um, so that was, if you wanted a specific count, that was seven different events for King Harald today, um, starting at 11 and ending with the lunch at 2. So a marathon three hours um, of just meeting after meeting after meeting. Like props to him um, because that, I was exhausted just writing it down. <laughs> um, so great work there. Uh, next week looks a little light, light for the Norwegian Royals, but on Tuesday's episode, I will have kind of reflections on the tour. Once I can do some more research with my, um, days off on like what the goals of it were just based on stuff and then find reporting on it. Um, cause as I, have been following this tour and finding a little bit more sources of reporting on the Norwegian Royal family. So that's helpful. Um, and so with that, that was the day in Norway. It was so much. Um, and now we are going to go ahead and move on to Spain. quiet during the day. Um, King Felipe and Queen Letizia in the evening at 8 PM Madrid time attended the opening of the 2020, 2021 season for the Teatro Real or Royal Theater of Spain. Um, so they attended an opera, um, this evening at the theater. Um, and this is, so this is like an annual event, um, that they have gone to, I think since 2014, I've only gone as far back as 2016. And my like looking back, I haven't made it all the way to 2014 yet, but since they became King and Queen of Spain, this has been, um, (coughs) this has been on the agenda, um, to my knowledge, at least. So very normal. Um, the thing that kind of eclipsed this event, um, like announced within maybe an hour, hour and a half before they were set to arrive at the theater is that Madrid has, it's, I'm calling it lockdown light, um, because it's not a a true lockdown in the sense of like, we were all in COVID lockdown from March to whenever. Um, this is like a restriction on um like a boundary restriction for certain neighborhoods of madrid so madrid is set up in like very specific neighborhoods of areas um and those are not allowed to to, um have a lot of like cross contamination. Um, So look, we're all going through this spike. Madrid and all of Spain had a really bad, bad day yesterday. It was um, possibly the highest they've had in a a while. Um, And so there are some new restrictions put in place and this was like, kind of monopolizing the coverage of the other event. Um, Because what this is doing And so those don't take effect until Monday, um, these new rules, like everyone has the weekend, but really people will start sticking to it as soon as it was announced. Um, but because of that, we, there was not much of a press pool at, um, the theater. I don't know if that was set up beforehand or after, but there was not much of a press pool. There wasn't a lot of coverage. Um, look, I'm not going to lie. I knew exactly what time this was happening. I was trying to find live coverage, and stuff still didn't come out until like an hour later, just because the things that are so quick about reporting on the Spanish Royals weren't. They were reporting on this new lockdown measure. Um, lockdown light. It's not a full lockdown. It, it's not a full lockdown, but it is. Um, it's a pretty intense situation. Um, and you know, it, it is what it is. (laughs) Um, Letizia wore this amazing, like red lace Carolina Herrera dress. That was great. Um, she could just wear red every day and like she'd be a fashion icon. Um, it, it just got eclipsed. It, It just did. Um, and I hate that, but look, I spend a lot of my day on the Royal family. I spend 90% of my day looking at the Royal family, really, um, to make this podcast and website and brand everything I want it to be, but like other stuff is happening in the world and I fully know that. Um, and so today the Spanish Royal event just got eclipsed, um, even in, you know, even for me, sometimes I just, like, let that stuff roll off, but, like, it was a very striking thing with, like, an hour after these new measures were announced, there was a party in a theater. Like, it just, it doesn't sit right. Um, but it, it happened. It, I get it. it, but it didn't, it just didn't sit right. Like, okay, Spain had a really, really bad COVID day. And now the royals and the social elite are hanging out in a theater that, honestly, like I've seen pictures, it did not look very well social distance. And usually Spain is like gold standard for social distancing. And this was just not that. Now, like Felipe and Letizia were in, they There's a royal box at the Royal Theater. Um, So they were in their box. And then the only people in the box with them was the president of like the uh, Congress of Deputies, which is kind of like the parliament or the house. um, And then the vice president of the government. Like those were the only two people in the box with the king and queen. Um, so they social distanced well, um, in their pictures and everything, but the theater wasn't socially distanced. Well, um, it, it wasn't handling that well, uh, which is unfortunate, um, given the, the measures. So the, the whole thing just kind of got eclipsed and I felt like, you know, I talk about safety measures and it just didn't feel like that was happening today in Spain when it really should have been given everything that's going on. Um, so yeah, not the greatest event, loved the dress like the event in general, but not this year. Um, so yeah, that was Spain. And I would assume too, I've seen the calendar for next week. It looks pretty light. I don't know if that has to do with the Madrid measures or just, it was time for a light week after two pretty heavy weeks. Um, but it's a light week next week so we'll we'll see what happens um it'll be interesting as we transition um you know maybe we'll go back to a pre-new normal normal immediate (laughs) post-covid you guys pandemics are hard um you know who knows that that's all i have to say who knows what this is going to look like in a couple weeks um so we'll see And so with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to Sweden. Another relay of meetings. Um, for King Carl Gustav today. So first, he held a meeting with the Swedish Foreign Relations Committee at the Royal Palace. Um, this is obviously to discuss the um, standing of Sweden in different countries and kind of the political scene and the COVID scene and um, lots to discuss there. Um, next, he met with the new governor of the county, Vasterbotten. Voster, Um, as part of, I think this is kind of like a normal thing. You meet with the new representative from the county, um, even though they had spoken probably last week on video conference, you know, always good to have an in-person audience with the king, um, and just kind of expect it, I think. So that was that and then finally, he had a video meeting where Crown Princess Victoria joined him via video conference um, with Swedish business representatives um, to discuss the ongoing effects that COVID has had on Swedish businesses. Yeah. Um, look, I don't talk about Sweden's situation with COVID a lot and I think I'm going to a little bit here, because here's the thing, Sweden never did a lockdown. Sweden went with a um, herd immunity kind of situation, and they haven't been getting that attention because they don't have the population to warrant an intense amount of attention. So herd immunity, look, this is not a medical podcast. You can find out what herd immunity is, but Sweden did something very different. And I think they're going to see different kinds of consequences than the rest of the world. Maybe they'll be for the better. Um, but my personal opinion is at what cost is it for the better? Um, look, I'm not a politician. I'm not a doctor. I have zero standing and importance on the world scene. But like, there's a human cost to all of this. And I don't talk about Sweden's situation because I can't talk about it objectively. Um, I don't think they did the right thing. And I'm not saying, like, this has nothing to do with the royal family other than, like, this business, having meetings with business representatives. Yeah, the business is going to struggle because everywhere else is struggling. So, yes, businesses are struggling. I get that. I understand that. I understand it is our job as a royal to learn the situation because the like literally there's not much aside from attention that royals can do to help this situation in any country. Um, but look, I hate talking about this because bah, I just so disagree with the way Sweden did it. Um, and I've never talked about it because the royal family followed very different things. They, they followed very different regulations than the rest of the country. They just started doing in-person engagements at the beginning of the month. So, like, I get that. Um, but I just, I wanted to just say, like, they're having these meetings because businesses in Sweden are going to struggle for probably a very long time, but maybe no more, no less than American or Spanish or British or any other country that didn't take a herd immunity approach. You know, they're, they're, we don't know, we're living in it, we don't know which way is better. Um, I am of the mindset, like, let's not try to have people die, but that's me. Um, and so, like, these ongoing conversations with business representatives to figure out how this has affected them just annoys me, but it's not the royal family's fault. It's the government's fault of Sweden. And like, there's a lot of that going on today where I'm just like annoyed with governments that didn't do something or like are doing something. And they're eclipsing the royal family for me today. Sorry. Um, so, okay. Tangent over. I apologize. That was ridiculous. Um, So that was the end of Carl Gustav's marathon of meetings, marathon of meetings. Um, the final event of the day was Prince Daniel took part in a digital entrepreneurship forum, um, for high schoolers to learn about entrepreneurship and have access to, um, some higher level business owners to learn if like, that's the path that these teenagers want to take. Um, And like the more that I am paying attention to what Daniel does, um, with his entrepreneurship fellowship thing, I am so impressed with the way he has managed to navigate the world of becoming a Royal with having all of these diverse interests in the background. Um, he has just done an amazing job of that. And I am super duper impressed. Um, and like, this is just another one of those, like when I was in high school, this is something we would have never had access to. Um, we, w- we were never given access to people who like, did things a little bit differently than the expectation. Um, and so I think to like, have all these options presented to you as a, as a teenager, it helps a lot um, with learning what is right for you and your steps in life. Um, so a really great thing very excited. I want to end on a positive note, too, because I just went really negative um, about Sweden. But like this entrepreneurship program is amazing. Um, So yeah, that's what was going on in Sweden. That's what was going on in Europe for the royal families. Um, I loved 90% of this week. This was one of my favorite weeks ever. Today got a little bit challenging. I'm not going to lie. but this week was totally great. Um, so with that, we're gonna end it. Uh, I will be back on Tuesday with a run through of the weekend events, so Saturday, Sunday, and then any events on Monday. We'll talk about plus highlights from the Norwegian tour and kind of what I thought of everything. Um, so with that, I will talk to you on Tuesday. Make sure to you're checking out the Instagram, which is Daily Royal Pod in the website which will have um like weekend reviews for each royal family that I talk about. Um and that's the dailyroyal.com. So those will go up on Monday at some point in the day. I don't know when, but I will talk about it again on Tuesday and be like, hey, they're all up. Fantastic. Um, so those will all go up on Monday with each royal family and what they've did for the past week. Um, photos, videos, etc. So that is the end of the episode. I will talk to you all on Tuesday. And until then, have a great weekend. Bye.